there is a fifth dimension, beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's joys and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is in an area called the Fork and Spoon Podcast. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back for episode two of the Fork and Spoon Podcast. Absolutely. What a week it's been. It's been a good week. Yeah, we've had some really positive um, oh, feedback. wonderful, wonderful. You guys are loving it and we are loving you. We had a little message from Alexia McIntosh from we Six. We did. The Queen herself. Absolutely. Anne Absolutely. of Cleves, I believe yes. she is. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, very nice message. She's very supportive of us. Um, yeah, so brilliant. brilliant. What have we got coming up, Estelle? What haven't we got coming up? We've got <laughs> we've got reviews left, right, and centre. Absolutely. We've got the best of the bunch. Estelle tells is back. Estelle tells. For more information. We've got Keith Geek Chic. Geek Chic. Absolutely. Have we got um, some indescribables in a hat? Absolutely. Shut in a hat Shut is coming back. Hat. We had a vote. It was popular. It was, it's coming back. It's back. It is back. Excellent. Just and some a very, lot more. Absolutely. Some correspondence from people we've, who have absolutely loved last week's podcast. Some people have been bursting out laughing inexplicably on tube trains. Yes. Which is not always a good idea. I, I mean, think. I was. Just thinking <laughs> yeah. about it, I was. I know, but isn't it really weird when someone opposite, like, opposite you is reading a book or listening to something and they just go <laughs> yeah no i feel like reading a book is the the most the worst place because you've literally got nothing else you are you haven't got headphones in there's nothing else going on everybody knows you you're just a nerd and you think that that line you just read is very funny yeah absolutely but i think tube behavior is a whole different category of behavior in itself like and yes, someone may be bursting out laughing, but you've also got the marching band coming down with their little like portable piano and xylophone, and then you've got people sitting there making out. It's just a different population. <laughs> That's usually on the night tube. Yeah, true. And then you've got me when I'm really drunk, getting trying to get everyone to sing "Sweet Caroline." <laughs> like, it really. So let me tell you a story about um, that happened to me quite recently on the tube, actually. So I was sitting on the tube and I was on my way home from work. So it's probably about 11 o'clock. And this man came on the tube. Now there were plenty of seats around so he could have mm-hmm. sat down. But he sort of just stood like with his back Aww. to me in front of me. And I was reading so I sort of glanced up and was like, oh, he's, there's someone standing in front of me. So I carried on reading. And then he started to, I can only describe it as twerking. Like oh. right there. In my face. How old was he? He was probably like in his late thirties, maybe. But he was like literally going like, uh, 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 oh, oh no. Uh, uh, was, like, was, there, was he listening to music? No. That's odd. But <laughs> that's odd. This is London we're talking about. True. So um, yeah, I didn't know what to do. And then everybody on the tube was looking at me, oh. seeing how I'd re- I would react. But obviously, I didn't realise for about ten seconds because oh. I was still reading. Yeah. So I looked up and I just like you looked just up thought at him. it was the, the, jig- the tube itself. <laughs> I thought it was jiggling around. <laughs> but um, 
I didn't know what to do. So I thought I, I'd internalised this, but I did actually externalise it too. I just said, your label's hanging out. <laughs> oh, well done. That's very good. That's very good. I dread but, to think what he'd do if there was any turbulence on a plane. I know, right? death drop it down to the having to land i know oh I, wouldn't, I mean i think that would be an emergency landing if someone got up and started twerking to you on probably, like a boeing 747 it could be seen as suspicious behavior um i've got loads of reviews coming up with me um i've got keep geek chic as we said and obviously i got estelle to watch something this week you and did. we're gonna have a review of that we so we're gonna be coming up very soon stay tuned to the fork and spoon podcast <laughs> Da da da. Da da da. I think Estelle was falling asleep. She looks like she could need a bi latte. A bi latte? I do need a bi latte. Yeah. Extra. Do you know what I'm really getting into at the moment? Go on. Any coffee with coconut milk instead Ooh. of normal milk. My, I went to a vegan restaurant. Don't ask me why. Um, and <laughs> my friend was I'm like, the only vegetarian. Vegetarian. Here. <laughs> well, I'm not a vegan. No. In my not. spare time. But it's fine. Absolute respect. I just couldn't do it. I tried it for a while for just, just to try and be a bit more healthy, but I'm too dependent on my dairy. That's what it is. I could definitely go meat free. It could be a vegetarian. But, but coconut it, milk is like. Is, oh is my like God. I had it with a mocha. And it was, it was like I'd gone from Samsung to Apple. Like, oh, <laughs> we're so getting sued. <laughs> Yo. Yo. So, we're going to have a quick chat about Hamilton because we did an online poll. Oh, yeah. We were either going to talk about Six or Hamilton, and Hamilton just got there. The Aaron Burrs have spoken. Absolutely. The Queens have been defeated this time. This time, but no, we are means nothing. Absolutely. They'll be coming back fiercely yep. in weeks to come. So, I've seen Hamilton more times than it I care to admit. Yeah. Due to a reason. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I loved Hamilton when I first saw it. I thought it was revolutionary. Excuse the pun. <laughs> I thought that the... The plot, the storyline, the music, the the way it was staged, the choreography was absolutely yes. incredible. Oh, I love a revolve. Any show that I know has got a revolve in it, I'll see it many times. I saw Our Country's Good at the National Theatre about five times. I didn't really like it that much. You just love a revolve. I just love a revolve a lot. Yeah. A lot. See, when I used to be like coming to see Hamilton... People used to say, oh, is the Grand Circle a good place to watch the show from? I'm like, it's probably the best. Really? Because you can look directly down on the stage and see, mm. like, the like That's the where I'm going to be sitting, so... Absolutely. So, yeah, it's going to be really good. It is. If you just take the mickey out, because like I said, absolutely. Yeah, I did, yeah. It's become a bit of a catchphrase absolutely, of mine. I've had messages has. of people just going, absolutely. Absolutely, Keith. He yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hamilton, talk about the music. <sighs> well... Many people say to me, what's your favourite song? And as a soundtrack, it, I feel like it's one of them I've been listening to my whole life. And you know how you go through phases of you'll kind of rediscover one of the big ones, like Satisfied or Helpless or uh, oh, just any, literally any of them. The Scarlet Sisters is definitely one of my favourites. Um, but then you'll find like a little niche one like one of the battles or the 
like the cabinet ones are Guns and Ships I think is my favourite song yeah that that's quite a few people's favourite songs really? yeah a lot I think it's just because it's it's the pace of it is brilliant it's so exciting but then on the flip side of that I feel like there's so many different categories because then you've got like Burn and it's quite uptown I, I could never not oh. include them in my top like five it's quite uptown it's heartbreaking oh it is and history has its eyes on you I just remember the first ones I ever listened to were obviously Alexander Hamilton and history has its eyes on you and I thought god it's not going to get any better than this, is it? No, that's Bam, not. there yeah, we go. next one. You've got rap, you've got tears, you've got motifs, you've got it all going on. <laughs> rap and tears. Rap and tears. That needs to go on the poster. Rap and tears. Rap and tears. Um, just a couple of shout-outs to old cast members, actually. Mm. Miriam Teakley and Rachel John, who were in the show when I saw it. Uh, Rachel John um, and Angelica. And uh, Miriam Teakley, uh, <laughs> uh, Miriam Teakley um, cover Angelica, but mm. also ensemble. Mm. Both such strong performers and such nice people in real mm. life as well. And um, I actually did work with uh, Rachel John on Legend of the Lion King at Disney. Wow! Um, and we only realised that we'd worked together when we had a conversation outside of the show, and we were like, "Oh my goodness." I know you. Let's get a Nando's. Oh, that's lovely. So, yeah, two really, really strong performers. Staging-wise, it's the set is amazing. Again, like we were talking about Come From Away, Mm. very minimal set. Yes. Lots of physical theatre. Yeah. um, Very well Lots of everyday pieces of set. Yeah. Like tables and a a chair. Like two guys carrying a board on and then flipping it and then having it as a desk. It's just really clever. Yeah. Obviously, it's probably one of the, the most well-received musicals in the last yeah. sort of 50 years, maybe. I think, like, for my musical theatre snob friends, it's their top. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it is elite. It's unbeatable. Absolutely. I'm giving Hamilton 9 out of 10. Wow. What would you give it? Just from the music side of probably, it. Probably, oh, it's so hard because one of the music, I think, is... It's just... Unquestionable. It's just. (laughs) No one's questioning it. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I can't say that I would give it nine or eight or seven or six or five or three to one because then I'm thinking, where are those other points coming from? If we've got rap and tears, what else (laughs) else do we need? I'm going to have to give it a ten. Okay. Ten from Estelle. Yeah. Nine from me. Hamilton is playing at the moment at the Victoria Palace Theatre in Victoria. Home of Billy Elliot. Oh, not anymore. Obviously, Hamilton's there. Ex home. Ex home of Billy Elliot. He's gone to ballet school. He's all right. He's off. (laughs) He's moved off. He's going up in the world. Front of house shout out. I think it's going to have to go to a supervisor there. I'm not sure she works there anymore, but she was very helpful when I used to work. Be there. Um, Laura Foreman. Oh. What a what a gem. We love what you a gem. Lovely. That's our review of Hamilton, guys. Mm-hmm. 
guys. So this gentleman's just come along and knocked on the studio on the cutlery drawers door. Cutlery drawer door. And said, are you a bit hot in there, guys? The and then we turn around. The window is completely mystified up. But I, I doubt, I'm surprised he could even see us. So we said, yeah, we are a little bit hot. He went, well, there is a ventilation in here oh. you know? and we were like pardon went, now yeah. you tell us you just have to flick the switch on the outside so we've been complaining for a week i'm yeah, only just my sock. body temperature and, and there's cool. a switch on the roof that's gonna turn a fan on thank god so this will be the last time that you ever hear us complain about being hot i mean i'm quite warm-bodied so I'm not, sure, <laughs> I'm not sure how well it's gonna do it might take a couple of weeks for it to actually get to an average temperature so he was like Yes, a bit like a sauna in there. We were like, we know! <laughs> Don't have to tell us! So the fork and spoon cutlery drawer is now ventilated! It's now got seasonal weather, which is nice. Oh, hang on. What have you done now? I've just knocked something in this, knocked this, something. this computer thing. I think it's on. someone trying to communicate with this key. What's it saying? It's a, <laughs> it's a little baseball and an eagle. <laughs> we can only, you can only be one. There's no in between. You I'm going to be... Do you want to be a bird of prey or a piece of a sport apparatus? I want to be a sport apparatus. Okay. Well, do, I didn't think you were going to go for that. I'm too meek to be a bird of prey. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I can definitely see you building a little nest. Oh, wow. I feel like I'm in a little I nest like now. Me too. I feel like you're quite resourceful. You'd be a good bird. I'd be an awful bird. I'm scared of heights. <laughs> so you'd be a penguin. <laughs> why, did, why was that so hard for you to say? Peacock. <laughs> peacock. No, I'm not sexy enough to be a peacock. Oh my god, I'm flirty enough, but I'm not sexy enough. Oh okay, but you're sexy enough to be a penguin. Yes, definitely. All I do is waddle along. <laughs> they wouldn't be. It'll just be home from home. Absolutely. Although I'm, I have. This is a genuine thing. I have a phobia of having cold feet. Really? A really big like, part in my brain of thinking, do I want to go to university is, if the campus accommodation rooms are cold, I'm going to have cold feet. Really? Really. Can't you just buy that, those... Like, I have so many fluffy socks. Like, but when I'm New lying Zealand in bed... Goat, no, like, because socks. when I'm lying in bed, I have to take my socks off. I really enjoy the process of like taking them off with your feet. <laughs> do you not do that? Do you not do that? Uh, no, I watch Netflix. No, that, as I get into bed, I'm like, and then because I like really like washing my sheets and stuff. I just the feeling of when you just take your socks off and you've got like a really nice, warm but crisp, clean, nice smelling duvet. Oh, I agree with you that having a nice fresh duvet is one of the best feelings. In yeah, the world. it really is. When you put your bed sheets on, you get in for that. First I really night. need to change mine. I've been lint rolling my bottom sheet because I've been eating so much food in my bed recently. <laughs> It's so bad. It's it's um yeah. You should I I eat in my bed too though. Yeah, but I'm such a messy eater. Like you can go back and find the last five meals over the past couple of months of what I've been eating. If I die, they'll know why. Oh, there she goes again with the fast food. Oh, no. oh it's awful. Bless ya. Uber Eats has been keeping me going recently. Um and obviously. Oh, and delivery. Uh, other. And hungry house. Oh no, it doesn't exist anymore. Just um, oh, no. Just eat. Just eat. Ooh. They're all keeping Estelle in sustenance. They are. <laughs> It's time for Shut in the Hat. Did, did you? you? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I think you I'm would. a gentleman. 
Right, so um, this week we've already pre-selected a subject we to talk have, about. We have, because it's very important. It's very important to us and it connects with our... Current. Uh, current. Competition. Absolutely. What? Current what? competition. What a segue. So, uh, it's not to win a segue. No, <laughs> it's just what a segue up for grabs. I found out my friend used to be a segue instructor. How random. Oh my goodness. She said, on average, the instructors fall off five times a day. You'd, you'd expect a bit more from an instructor, sure. wouldn't you? They're dangerous. They're dangerous modes of travel. Very. Anyway, but that's why you can't win one. But if you did win our competition, which the prize is two tickets to the cinema, you could definitely use a segue to get there. <laughs> Absolutely. We're why not, not counting that out. We no. just won't provide it. No, we just can't. We, uh, we haven't got uh, the insurance. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't got any liability. So. No. Um, yeah, so... What we're going to be talking about this week, links to our competition, we're going to be talking about knife crime. It's yes. all part of our initiative, Fork and Spoon podcast, No, no knives, knives Required. required. So, um, yeah, knife crime is on a huge rise in London, the massive, UK, and massive. across the world. Uh, so common now. I live in East London, and I was recently doing some research into it, and within communities, it is common for over 40% of children under the age of 18 to be carrying a weapon that's ridiculous i know now don't think that we are naive enough not to realize that a lot of young people carry knives as protection yes not because they want to use them against somebody but if you're carrying a knife you're putting yourself at immediate risk you are because and if you're uh, as a family and as a culture you're endorsing that that is the normal and necessary thing yes London and anywhere else can be a scary place, especially if you're a minor. But we don't think that the immediate response to danger should be that kind of violence. Absolutely guys. not. So we are starting an awareness awareness campaign, mm-hmm. fork and spoon podcast. No, no knives, knives required. required. Um, it's very important to us that we get the message out there. It's one of the reasons why we started the podcast in the, in the first place mm-hmm. was to t- tackle some issues yeah. and be real about them and. Um, I think that the government needs to wake up and realise that there are some things that they could be doing more to help this situation. Mm -hmm. There are countries even as close to us as Scotland that have had a a very high decrease in... That's a high decrease. That's not even a A very high decrease. A very very low increase. (laughs) (laughs) They've had a huge drop in knife crime in... Scotland, due to initiatives that the government have imp- implemented. So why aren't we talking to these countries? Why aren't we learning from them? Listen, government, forget about breakfast. For one minute. <laughs> Absolutely. Theresa May's managed to do it. I don't know anybody that eats breakfast with a knife. Exactly. So exactly. You need All to... you need it is for spreading, and we're trying to spread the love, so... Exactly. I love that. Thank you so much. Listen government you need to make sure that you are doing everything you can put more police onto the streets be put people into education yes talk to kids at school it's so educate so them have community centers where uh, have martial arts classes more available stop making these after school clubs be so elitist get everybody involved get everybody safe stop making young children think that they need to protect themselves and 
adhere to the gang culture that surrounds them because of the stereotype that the government are creating. Thank you. Thank you. And that is the Fork and Spoon Podcast view. Remember, if you hashtag Fork and Spoon Podcast, N-K-R, no knives required, Mm -hmm. then... Um, and send us a picture of a fapoon. We forgot that bit. Well, I mean, how could we? It's okay. <laughs> so all you need to do to enter the competition is send a picture of a fapoon, which is a spork. Yeah. I hate know. that word. Um, which is a, fo- a spork and spoon combined. Yes. Send a picture us. on Instagram, Facebook, or... Twitter! With the hashtag Fork and Spoon Podcast NKR, NKR. And you could have a chance of winning two cinema tickets to a film of your choice. Hashtag Avengers Endgame. <laughs> whatever you want yeah we assume nothing yes enjoy and we will even throw in some popcorn maybe yeah we'll see how my alone's looking at that time <laughs>Guys, that's we're done. The, we are. We're finished. That's the end of the Fork and Spoon podcast episode, episode two. two. What a sequel! What a sequel! A lot of people say sequel can't beat the first, but, but hopefully we changed your mind. Absolutely. Do you know what I love in the Muppets movie number two is when they say um, they're singing the song at the beginning. They're like, and everyone knows a sequel's never quite as good as the first. And we know that it's not going to be as good as the first. But we hope you enjoy it. That was us today. Yeah, that was it. We have done our sequel. Um, I know in last week's podcast I said that I would be reviewing Jordan Peele's Us this week. Oh, yes. But it's not been released yet. We've just been too excited and we've come up back with a bang on another podcast. Absolutely. But I will be reviewing Us next week on the podcast. Estelle, have you got any treats that you can, like, you know, tell us for now? Oh, you know me, Keith. I keep everything up my sleeve. (laughs) <laughs> of my short sleeve skirt. Shirt. Okay, <laughs> oh, oh my all word! All will be revealed. Yes, all will be revealed next week in the Fork and Spoon podcast. podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and <coughs> Twitter. Love it. Bye, little teaspoons. Bye. Have a lovely rest in your cutlery drawer until next time. Oh god, not, well, I mean, I'll, I'll I'm actually quite sad to leave the ventilation behind. I'm not, there's more out here, mate. It's, <laughs> it's called oxygen. It's called normal air. I've got my mobile device as well. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to let it go. I'm not crawling <laughs> around, I'll never get out. <laughs> Call a <the> landline. <laughs>